0: We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land. We respectfully acknowledge Elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be. Hi and welcome to Wine with Megan Mal. We're here to help beginners navigate the world of wine. I'm Mel and I once drank champagne in a toilet cubicle just so I could savour it without <gasps> distraction. That was savor, not savor, just so you know. But I am joined by Meg Brotman, Australia's first female master of wine, who I'm sure would never do such a thing. it has been selfish of you, isn't it? No, no, was no. Was it no. the whole bottle or no, just a glass? No, it, no. So it was when I was like a brand new wine ambassador and I'd never been exposed to much champagne. I think I'd only had like one glass in my life and it was a new champagne I'd never tasted. And actually, really wanted to enjoy the moment, and everyone had got a glass, <laughs> so I took my glass and I went because it was this busy bar, and I went and sat in the toilet and just oh, like sat, that's there. So not the whole cute. thing. I just had a few sips because I really want. I was like really appreciating the moment. Oh, that's so cute! No, no I haven't <laughs> done that. Um,
1: I do remember taking a bottle of Kingfisher beer to a toilet in India. Once, because I basically couldn't leave the toilet oh. um, and I needed some rehydration. That's all I
0: had. <laughs> not as pleasant as champagne. Not, not quite the same story. You can story. that if you like, Tori. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is definitely staying here. <laughs> oh, all right, Meg, how's your week been? What have you been drinking? Oh, I've just got back from New Zealand. So mm. um,
1: we went to the South Island mm-hmm. and everyone knows Marlborough as being famous for Sauvignon, but we famously don't really drink Sauvignon. So, I went to Framingham, which is a Riesling producer. They focus on Riesling. They had lots of small batch wines there, um, a full skins one. Cool. They were all delicious. The only thing I have a bit of an issue with with the Kiwis is they, they tend to add sugar to their Riesling. And yeah. I just think I, I, I get that off dry, but these are perceptibly quite sweet. And I think that. Just celebrate the acidity. But yeah. they said, the guy in the cellar door who was lovely, he said that that's what their market demands. But the more serious wines at Framingham, the tiny 1,000-litre volume wines we were tasting were just extraordinary.
0: So, Meg, do you know if we can get that in Australia? You definitely can. I've um,
1: Googled it to buy them, and you can definitely buy Framingham wines in small wine shops. so just google and have a look they'd be on small allocations because they don't really make a lot they do make sauvignon and pinot gris the pinot gris was delicious um but the Rieslings are just sublime they were really good
0: amazing and have you got a fun fact for us this week
1: i've got a bit of a weird fun fact i was um my son's really into history, and we were talking about American history, and he told me that apparently, after when George Washington was president, because he wasn't elected in, I think, um, to get people to vote, they used to provide free alcohol.
0: And <laughs> wait, wait, so we have a sausage sizzle here? In yes, we have the demo- democracy
1: sausage, and they just they got them, and the, in the book, the text that he showed me said they got them soused. To go and vote to promote them to go to vote, and it just reminds me of Scott Morrison promoting promoting that guy that said, "Come and have a beer after you've had it."
0: Oh my god, your, your
1: vaccine. So, oh well,
0: I know what would make me more likely obviously to Obviously,
1: alcohol has been used as an inducement for a variety of things across the history. So, who followed George Washington? Oh, Jefferson, I think mm. Mm. Luca would know. But yeah, I just thought that was quite interesting.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. Okay, Meg. This week, we are talking about something that is pushing the boundaries with the biggest wine innovation in our lifetime. They're learning old and new to create unique experiences that are making history. They're making wine for innovators, disruptors, and change seekers who will never settle for anything but the best, who are ripe for transformation, and what's more... It's endorsed by a master of wine. So is that your marketing guff or is that theirs? It's, it, this is straight from their website. Wow.
1: Um, and who is this master of wine oh, supporting this disruptive? wine? I hope wine? you
0: are on the edge of your seat. Judith, who is Judith? We don't know. We, we're going to go there. We are going to find Ooh, out who Judith okay. is. But Meg, did you know that wine now comes with no sugar? <gasps>
1: Wow, wait! Oui. <laughs> so, what
0: have the champagne wines been doing all these years with zero dosage, mate? I don't know, but this is definitely what is. Oh, My is God! So, what to find in zero sugar? All right. Well, according to them, they're just saying that the zero sugar, and even if you look on their label, it says zero sugar, zero carbohydrates. All this on their website, it says that they use a specific um, technique that is both traditional and unique. Ooh, fermentation. Figure that out. <laughs> Yeast? <laughs> to make sugar. Now, look, they're called Pure the Winery. Um, we ca- Well, I came across them on Facebook. They're doing a lot of marketing um, and Facebook advertising. And I just came across it, screenshot it, sent it to Meg, like, what the hell is going on here? But I think we really need to get into it because... If people are promoting this, it's pretty harmful Mm. for the industry and what is it saying about the rest of our wines? So, Meg, firstly, to start off, is sugar-free wine revolutionary? Nope.
1: (laughs) Um, We ferment wine to dryness. Now, I'll just go through a little bit of science for you. There are two primary sugars in grape juice, glucose and fructose. Mm -hmm. They're both there in equal proportions. Mm -hmm. When we use yeast um, to ferment – the sugar to produce alcohol, it consumes the sugar and we have left what are called non-fermentable sugars, which aren't glucose and fructose, they're sugars that yeast can't ferment, Yep. Um, and tiny, tiny amounts, but we ferment most of our wines, in fact, except um, for our late harvest, to what we call dryness, which is... No sugar, or as low as you can possibly go.
0: So when you say weed, do you mean Rob Dolan or do you mean the majority of the wine industry?
1: Any wine that is dry, red, white, sparkling, has been fermented to less than one gram per litre of residual sugar. And I would say in most cases less than... Half a gram of residual sugars. For example, I looked at our wines. Our Sauvignon is 0.22 grams per litre of residual sugar. So that's glucose and fructose. It may yeah. be 0.1 of glucose and 0.12 of fructose, but okay. we put them together. We call it GNFs, glucose and fructose. Um, so we are definitely below the 0.5 grams per litre mark in all of our wines. Everything that I checked yesterday was below 0.5. What
0: about just like wines in Dan Murphy's? Yep. Yeah like how what dryness is would
1: dryness you say? dryness is dryness so legally let me remember i think dryness is below two grams per liter yep um and the, uh, well technical dryness is seven grams per liter because they have sub-threshold sugar but Really, for, for when I was at uni, anything below two grams per litre was considered to be dry, but we also had a very antiquated method of measuring sugars that had a lot of blue factor, so it always made it look higher than it really was. So now that we've got these enzymatic kits, we can laser pinpoint how much glucose and fructose is in our wine.
0: And this percentage that you're talking about, or this um, small amount of sugar, can you tell us what that would be? Like, is it a teaspoon or...? Teaspoons, four grams of sugar. So it's four. One teaspoon is four
1: grams in one litre. Imagine putting a teaspoon of sugar in a litre of water. Yep. And then take out a tenth of that teaspoon. Oh. And put that
0: in. So that's what most wines consist of? That'd be 0.4 grams per. Okay, so there's nothing. Nada. You can't perceive it. There's nothing. And it's not like they're pouring sugar into the vat, right? It's just no, natural, no, no, sugars, natural from sugars from the grapes. from the grapes. Yeah. Okay, so firstly, I mean, what's your take on this? They're saying zero sugar, like it's completely revolutionary. They literally, all that bullshit I just read out is from their website. Innovators, changemakers, they said they're making history. Is there anything new about this at all?
1: No, it's like gluten-free ham. That cracks me up. Yeah. Ham, as far as I know, has pork, flesh, and nitrate salts yeah. so when they put gluten-free on my local deli which they do yeah. i just think okay this is pure marketing marketing hyperbole and they say um they've established a wine fermentation to convert all natural sugars to alcohol we do that anyway. It's and what I does. just say, we got the sugars done. Oh. We actually did an analysis.
0: <laughs> so, we, so, we, so we have um, like um, a full-on machine that you can put the wine into and it tells us how much sugar is actually so in it, I right? I can tell you exactly how
1: much glucose and how much fructose <laughs> is left in this wine. <laughs> Go. Um, so the red has 0.15 grams per litre of glucose and 0.13 of fructose, giving you a total of 0.28 grams per litre <gasps> of sugar, which is – Dry, which is what our seven yang was 0.22 to give you a point of reference. We don't claim it's sugar-free. The white wine had 0.26 of glucose, 0.18 of fructose, giving you a total of 0.44 grams per litre of residual sugar, leftover sugar in the wine. And the sparkling had 0.12 of glucose and 0.24 of fructose, giving you a residual sugar of 0.36 grams per litre. So nothing to see here. That's exactly what we would have. And if you want to see, I can print off one of our analyses. Yeah, Yeah, we will. Our LIP. This yep. is something that we have to give the government to prove that we're doing what we're doing. So yep. it's a legal document, yep. and show you what our residual sugars are.
0: Okay, so this isn't just necessarily a question questionable marketing. It's almost downright lies at this point, isn't it? No, it's not lying.
1: Zero sugar, pretty much zero sugar. But mm-hmm. the, uh, one of the things they're touting as well is the fact that it's um, it's low in calorie. Oh. And it's not low in calorie because it's zero sugar. It's low in calorie because it's 10.5% alcohol. Yeah. If we made a 10.5% It's 10 just a lower alcohol, alcohol, wine. alcohol Yeah. But I love it. It's just say, hello, wine. Goodbye, sugar. Goodbye, sugar. <laughs> I'd actually say, hi, sugar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it's just... What's the only thing they say? Oh, they say, uncomplicated taste, zero sugar, pure pleasure. It, it just
1: infuriates me because it's the same as... Cameron Diaz is clean wine. Literally. It's the it exact is, same It stuff. is taking something that we just yes. take for granted and we just accept as normal and marketing the crap out of it.
0: It's almost preying on the fact that people don't understand it, oh. to the same degree. Like, no, not everyone knows about wine to this extent. So let's take something that they don't know about and use it against them. Yep. Gluten-free ham. Yeah. gluten-free ham all over again. It's Absolutely. Uh, or fat-free lollies. You know those lollies, the natural confectionery or something? It says it on the front, yes. 99% fat-free, like what? Like every other lolly is full of fat. <laughs> That's
1: exactly right. I used to thing. buy those yeah. for my kids thinking like it's all natural. I, yeah. My son loves these Mexican soft drinks called jaritos. and they used to have a banner on them in Spanish saying 100% azúcar, 100% sugar. Yeah. And we just used to laugh and then they eventually changed it to natural sugar (gasps) because obviously the marketing buff who'd who'd done it for the international markets didn't think to put the word natural in it. Oh, that's hilarious. So I was basically saying it was 100% sugar. (laughs) So you could blend this pure wine with some haritos and you'd have a
0: 50-50. Yeah, party. Okay. So Meg, it's just oh. <laughs> okay. So there's the fact that uh, that look that's one thing in itself, but it gets even more dodgy, right? Because in the ad, all these ads that are all over my Facebook, something I noticed when it popped up and I was just kind of looking at it. I was amused by this whole thing. It was It's annoying, but you know, it was also amusing. But then I saw um, a quote from a master of wine on the advertisement. It said zero sugar wines from pure the winery, a good glass without feeling guilty. And it was by, uh, Judith Smalls, this Master of Wine. And I'm like, what kind of Master of Wine would associate themselves with this? And so I screenshot it, send it to you, and then what did Phantom you reckon? Phantom Master of Wine because Judith
1: is not a registered Master of Wine. We looked her up. She's not on the Institute of Masters of Wine. Yeah. I tried a number of spellings thinking maybe they've misspelt her name. I tried it as Jules Julia Judith S-M-A-A-L-S because it kind of sounds Scandinavian. Yeah. Had a look. Had a look by Region had a look by name, no such person exists. So that is fraud. Literally. And that is something that we, as masters of wine, are kind of always on the lookout for. You, so, you
0: spent how many years of your – literally yeah. how many years, how much money, exactly. like getting the hardest thing that you can possibly achieve in our industry. And then people like this are just going around slapping Master of Wine on their ads. And
1: you don't see it a lot because pe- the Master of Wine Institute will actually come after you. yeah um, So uh, watch out, Judith. <laughs> <laughs> Since you don't exist, <laughs> you better go one and hard so, uh, Yeah, it's just yeah. – it is a uh, – and it just – belies any substance to their marketing because Doesn't if they're it? willing to do that yes they're willing to what do what are we going to lie
0: about exactly it's just it is frightening Okay, so I, I also took the benefit of the doubt. You tried different spellings and I thought, let's give them a chance to explain themselves. So I actually commented on this thing because I noticed all their marketing team was writing back to the comments. And I wrote, um, who is this master? i never heard of her. And I thought maybe they'll write back and say, oh, actually she's she's studying. She hasn't gotten it yet, but she's almost there or something. Um, they ignored me. So then Ooh. a colleague posted there as well and uh, they hid his comment. So then I commented again and said, No, seriously, we can't find her anywhere. Who is this person? And then they just started deleting every comment who was questioning anything and only leaving good ones. And, and who are they? Like, well, that is the thing, right? Because I mean, if you do that, you know, you come from
1: a big company yeah. background where marketing is absolute key and, yep. and your credibility is key. So if they're doing that,
0: does the company exist? Well, they export globally. It says when you look them up, it says Europe. doesn't actually give us a country. We still can't figure it out, right? We, the director comes from Spain. Oh, one of the directors we found okay. is based in Spain. The um, wine itself is Italian. But then if you want to send them a letter, the address goes to Dublin.
1: Wow! Yeah, it gets deeper and deeper, doesn't um, it? Though, yeah, I guess Dublin, you know, it is in the EU, so they've kept it European. It is very, very odd. Is there any our team, our winemaking team oh, God, on their no. website? So it is purely, None of that. it is, it is a pure product. fluff.
0: But and here is the thing: that would be okay. There is a lot of that in this. It sure, wouldn't be okay, but sure. there is a lot of it in this world that is, um, y- you know, shit pops up all the time that isn't necessarily legit. However. Apparently this is in BWS. Now I needed confirmed this, but in the comment section they said that they were buying it at BWS, which is a one of the major retailers in Australia. I'm by Woolworths. Exactly. And it is sold not just in a little pocket of the world, but they're literally exporting worldwide. This is not a little operation.
1: Yeah, and the branding, which I'm sure you'll show a photograph we'll of, is, is very obvious. I mean, it is yeah. it is a branded product. That's what they want it to be all about. Uh, pure yeah. the winery, just the name. It's in a white bottle and it's very, you know, uncomplicated taste with zero sugar, pure <clears throat> pleasure. It's just, it's, it's so infuriating. I can't tell you that it's just misrepresentation of what wine is all about.
0: Yeah.
1: And... You know, I can understand people wanting to drink hard seltzers and low-calorie drinks and low alcohol, but they aren't lying about what it is. It's soaked water with a bit of flavour and a little bit of vodka, a neutral spirit to it. But this is pretending to be something... I'm I'm, I'm not so upset by the, the zero sugar claim. It's not, because there's no such thing as zero sugar in wine, but... That they've mastered some magical alchemy to ferment all the nasty sugar that's in everyone else's wine. I mean, seriously, people, you are drinking wine out there. Is it sweet? No. Are we leaving sugar in it? No, some, but mostly no. Yeah. Mostly no. And I just, I'm surprised they can get away with it. There was another one um, recently that I read about, and I think it was a seltzer that basically. sort of said that it was somehow better for you and it's oh. it's you're allowed to put on um, nutritional information but you can't add that that's somehow better for you and so they've been taken to your ABEC or some, yeah. somewhere um, to court. So I'd be interested to see what happens with this. Um, and like, I've said and, it
0: before, I'll say it again, if you want a healthy beverage, have a smoothie. You're not going to find that in alcohol. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And if you want
1: to have a low calorie that's drink, a different thing
0: entirely. Yeah.
1: Have a hard seltzer, a, a gin and a, tonic vodka with diet. Soda. Yeah. You know, with diet, tonic water, don't go towards the pure, pure, the winery.
0: I reckon it's time to taste this stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, I've just poured the sparkling out to us. And the thing that oh. concerns me most just by looking at it is A, I've lost 100% of bubble, but it's a very. <laughs> Yellow gold colour, which um, we've got no idea what the grape variety is. No. It's from Italy. It's from Vini San Marzon in Oliveto in AT. What's AT in Italy? Ten and a half percent alcohol. 6.2 standard drinks, so really not any lower than a lot of bottles.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, smells like, as I would expect, a little bit of apple juice. Yeah. Um, so slightly sort of oxidised cooked fruit character. So there's
0: no there's no varietal on the. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, that is pa- that is pass. Okay, that wait, is hang on, I haven't had any yet.
1: It is super dry. Okay, guys, if you're making a zero sugar wine, drop your acid back a little bit because oh my god, that is just. So drying on the palate when you taste it. Bubbles accentuate acidity anyway. There's not a lot of bubble in there. It is like uh, apple
0: juice. That they've poured vinegar into? Well, no, I don't, I don't. Oh, that's it's what vinegar, I'm getting. Oh, the acid is ridiculous. It's what we call that sweet and sour. Yeah.
1: Um, so it is definitely dry. Right? It's dry. But the out. acid is not, and the reason the acid's not is so high is because they're picking at ten and a half percent of potential alcohol. Yes, so you're not losing the acid. So they should probably put a little bit of malolactic fermentation in there to just ameliorate or deacidify or do something to make it more pleasant. So,
0: like translation. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> when grapes. Grapes have this lovely acid in them the younger they are. So, if you think about like an apple, like a green apple before it's ripe, it's really tart and acidic, right? But the riper it gets, the acid goes down, the ripeness goes up, and the sugar goes up. So, if they're picking earlier, it means they're keeping all this acidity, right? Yep. But, and so the expense of getting lower alcohol and their flavor, (laughs) flavor, but therefore less calories, they got this awful tart, acidic, Flavour.
1: See, one of the things that we can do with wine is we can actually de-alcoholise wine. So we Mm -hmm. can make a 13.5% wine and then we can bring the alcohol back and that gives you flavour. I'm guessing that these guys aren't doing that because there is no flavour apart from apple, which is what you – when we're tasting grapes to see how they go, white grapes, during the ripening season, apple is sort of the very first thing you see, green apple. Yeah. And that's – all there is in that wine. I mean maybe in an Aperol Sprint. Well I'm tipping that out. I'm not yeah, finishing no, that. The so.
0: Let's That's not pleasant let taste the next one. The next wine is a So it just says white wine, but I've looked up on their website and apparently their white wine is Chardonnay and it says Sauvignon. So I guess it's Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, how's it spelled? Thank you. S A U V I G N O oh, N. So, so, so Sauvignon. Yeah, okay. So it's not Sauvignon, it's Sauvignon. But
1: two very high yielding grape varieties. <laughs> um,
0: oh, and it's full bodied with ten and
1: a half percent alcohol Oof. and no ripeness to it. So this will be interesting. Do you know what full bodied means? Like, oh, um, it smells like Chardonnay. A
0: little bit of peach, a little bit of lemon pith. It's not. It's not very aromatic though. It doesn't, it doesn't have much intensity. Again. Yep.
1: No sugar, people. I should have left it in. Um, super acidic. Finishes very, very short. Chardonnay flavor.
0: Imagine. Like, you know, there's like really sour lollies when you're a kid, how it makes you like, like that face you make. Yeah, that it's. Airheads. That's the face wow. I'm doing right now.
1: Wow. It is low alcohol though, so. You
0: know, good for you. To be fair, we're not having these chilled. We just open them up, we're tasting them as is. If they were chilled, would that... Worse. Oh, because- <laughs> 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 What happens is
1: when we bottle white wine, we tend to have some carbon dioxide in there. Yeah. Just a small amount. Um, and when you have the wine chilled, the dissolved carbon dioxide stays in the mm. white wine and that makes acid look more... Right, acidic. So if so you want to get,
0: so they if you, can't get if you
1: taste a white wine that you think's too young and too acidic, just shake it and you can get the CO two out of it. Yeah. carbon Dioxide. Do you want to try the red or yeah. are you too no. frightened to? No, no, no. What's I the red paint. made I from?
0: Can't, can't wait. I red. No, no. I'm pretty sure it's um, Corvina. Let me find it. Barbera and Merlot. Oh, Barbera,
1: high acid grape variety. Yeah. Looking forward to this. My dentist. Book in a visit, Andrea, because I ain't going to have any enamel left on my teeth, I think, after this. So, a reasonable colour. It looks like a pinot. Yeah. Sort of a, you know, a light garnet. Oh, God.
0: Yeah, what is that? I, I want to say, oh, my God. And I feel like we're being um, really harsh, but it is so warranted, isn't it? Like How much it, are these? It was 85 bucks for three. <gasps>
1: Oh, my God. Imagine what deliciousness she could be drinking for, like, $26, $27 a bottle. Yeah. Okay. So, the smell is, to me. Garbage bin? No, it's more <laughs> like um, <laughs> prune juice. So, it's not like Oh, my cooked, God. It does taste like prune juice. Yeah. Ew. A cooked fruit spectrum. Oh, my God. It does um, taste. So, maybe they have picked these really ripe and then de alcoholized them.
0: Yeah. It looks like aged cask wine. Pruney. All right, I'm going in.
1: Tannins are okay. Quite dusty, which I'd expect from Mellow. Acid seems better in this, a little bit softer. Yeah, the acid isn't Probably as Probably went through a malolactic fermentation, which, just a heads up, guys, I'd put your whites through as well. Um, more palatable, but just seems a little bit cooked, jammy characteristics. Out of it's selected so natural use. Well, you've got to watch the video, people, because we're watching it at the moment. We probably shouldn't be doing two things at one time.
0: No, but I'm going to put links to this. We're going to put up pictures. Um... And, and I'll put up as well The picture that shows The advertisement In where specifically They quote a master of wine That doesn't exist Hashtag We're starting this hashtag um, Who is Judith? Who is, Ju- where who is, is Judith? Where is Judith? It's like where's Wally? Tell us Wally Waldo Tell us pure the winery Who is Judith? <laughs> I just saw that um, The son
1: inherited the process From his father Who'd been oh. making it um, For many many years um, A natural process So A again they're using this term natural, which would suggest that it's pure, Ugh. 100% fermentation. Yeah. But Dan Daniel's daddy came up with uh, the technique.
0: Um, oh, it's an ancient and traditional technique. Well, yeah. of course Respecting it is. That's the why nature I everyone and is using them, it as
1: much as possible. It, oh, honestly, right. stop. People, <laughs> wine is fabulous. It is grown by people that love grapes. It is made by people that love grapes and wine and uh, – you know we protect our land and what we do, and we just want to make gorgeous, fabulous, deliciousness for you. And then people come out and just take that away from us by somehow suggesting that this wine is uncomplicated taste. It is an uncomplicated taste. It's very simple. <laughs> yeah, that's It's fair. very basic, but it ain't pure pleasure,
0: which is what <laughs> <we're doing. laughs> all right.
1: I, I'm sorry. No, I'm not
0: apologizing. Yeah, don't apologize. For we that. work this is, hard. Yes,
1: you know to. To respect the vine and the grape. And it's 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 a history that's been going on for millennia and we've yeah. just been trying to improve it over that millennia and suddenly someone thinks, oh, no, that's not good enough. Yeah. We have to have zero sugar wine. Well... We have and I can show you an analysis to prove it. And it's exactly the same as these guys. All right. So, tell
0: them Meg. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just a
1: little paid off.
0: So I'm gonna drink my Okay sparkling wine. Okay.
1: But our sparkling Lu-
0: wine. luckily we pre prepared our own sparkling wine for you to <laughs> wash your mouth out with. Yes. Okay. Okay, look, we're gonna finish there because once again oh, I we're could over go on time. Forever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone, your mission this week is to find out where Judith lives Oh my god, please tell us about Judith But I think we I think we should <laughs> just <day's> <laughs> finish off by saying No, like we didn't just come on here to rant as fun as it's been It's just important to keep your eyes open When you see claims like this Don't just believe them And and I know it's hard because what else are you meant to believe But if you go onto their website Have a look If they actually give you more information And a detailed um actually telling you how they do what they do, then it might be something that you can believe. But honestly, you go onto their website and it's just so many buzzwords about disruption and innovation and we are the future of wine. And Seriously. that's when you know that it's just marketing spin. In actual fact, I think they are the
1: antithesis of the future of wine because this is a lot of what was done in the 30s, 40s and 50s Oh yeah, when it was all about just high volume Piss, excuse yeah. me G- getting getting some alcohol out there um and people were just over yielding because they just wanted alcohol and they were fermented to dryness i mean you know people have been carrying wine that's drier than this ran in their goat bladders for hundreds of years <laughs> just because put it in a white bottle oh. and call it pure doesn't mean that it's any different to what we've been doing
0: all right. Well, if you guys out there have um, encountered a similar winery, you've tasted similar wines, please send us this stuff. We love to taste it and have a look at what's going on we out there. We don't love to taste it. No, we don't. It, but it's, it is interesting. It's good debunking all these things and, and helping you decipher what's real and what's not. But before we finish off, we do have a question, Meg, this week. This has been sent in from Jess. You know the lovely Jess Villipay. Oh, yes. Yeah. So she has a wine collection at home. She's been collecting wines for the the last 10 years or so but since she was like 18 and didn't actually know what she was buying and now she's looking back through everything she's looking at varietals and ages and stuff she actually has no idea what's worth drinking what's worth keeping do you have any top tips about how she can decipher without opening it what to keep drink? if you've to drink? spent
1: more than 20 it could be worth keeping mm-hmm. for five years this is really rule of thumb stuff yeah. this is not absolute yeah um if Anything's under fifteen dollars, open it with your friends that don't really care about one that maybe would we'll drink pure the winery one. <laughs> yeah, um, if you spend over thirty, just look at the years. I mean, most wines. Under 50 will go five to 10 years. Yeah. But my advice is open it. If it's yucky, cook with it.
0: Yeah. I mean, she normally drinks richer red wine. So, Shiraz and Cabs, they're more likely to live on than like a Pinot ride, yeah. like a cheaper Pinot. Yeah, like definitely. a cheaper Shiraz will last longer than a cheaper yeah.
1: Pinot. $25 Shiraz from Barossa yes. will go longer than a $25 yeah. Pinot from the Yarra.
0: And, yeah. and if you've got like a Savion Blanc there. Just tip it straight down and sing. Don't do it. Don't drink it. Seriously, it'll taste like mushy peas, tin (laughs) peas. All right. Well, that's all we've got time for this week. We'd love to hear your feedback about this episode um, and send in any questions, of course, that we can answer at the end of our episodes. We'll be back next week. But until next time, we hope you enjoy your next glass of wine. Find Judith. Oh, where is Judith? I don't know. Drink well.